You are listening to the Church Buds Podcast with Pastor Nick Barker, Brother Derek Simmons, and Brother Dustin Lawson. Welcome everybody to episode 10 of the Church Buds Podcast. Now in full admittance, we are uh, completely aware of the fact that there's a little bit of an audio problem. This is as good as we can possibly get it. Uh, We've worked from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. to make that happen. Uh, and we have given up. Also, this is not the original episode 10 of the Church Buds podcast. Uh, that was last week. We recorded it, and then we go back and listen, and it sounds like we're all falling asleep. Uh, so we figured that uh, that we would just suck it up and come back and do another one. So we have some stuff that we need to go over. Did something happen? Something happened. Uh, last week... Uh, that you all heard. We did a superhero draft uh, with our good buddy Dalton. And uh, and as always, we, um, you know, we put that to a vote. Uh, it's time that we discuss the, uh, the outcome of that vote. With 37% of the vote, uh, your leader and uh, judge and jury is Dustin Lawson. That's me. Derek came in second with 23% of the vote. Dalton came in third with 22% of the vote. Good job, Dalton. And Nicholas came in last place with 18% of the vote. Now... Before we get into the rest of it, we had our closest poll by far. 18 to 22 is not much. 22 to 23 is literally 1%, and then it jumps up a little bit with mine. Um, we had 78 votes total, beating the next closest uh, poll that we had by 55 votes. So thank you guys so much for participating. It makes it so much more fun for us, and it, you know, it makes it kind of special for us. A special thanks to Dalton. Uh, as well for playing along and really knocking this out of the park. Um, it was so much to have him on the show. Espionage. That's <laughs> what this was. I was ahead of this. I had successfully put together the best team. I mean, let's just face it. It was the best team. Period. I think the president's going to announce it on his press conference tomorrow. Sure. It was the best team. Twitter would block far. that, too. Never, <laughs> never been a team like it before. Probably never be a team like it again. It's going to be the greatest. It's going to be the greatest. It was the greatest team you've ever seen. And I was winning. And then <laughs> the church, bo- church Buds Rosenberg showed up <laughs> and gave this, the nuclear codes to the Russians <laughs> and sabotaged their own bud on social media <laughs> <laughs> with a highly produced video. So for those of you who didn't see, a little bit of an explanation. Espionage. Derek and I attempted to coll- to collude, sabotage, to, to get Dalton out of out of last place. They colluded with Russia. <laughs> Dalton's our, Russia. Our plan he was might as well be. Our plan was to have the next closest, which was Nick, uh, to be the one to take the hit. Um, as he's discussed in in recent episodes, he hasn't been able to get a haircut, so he's been struggling. Our push was to keep the man who drafted Wolverine. Looking like Wolverine. <laughs> my, my favorite ideas I've had in a very long time. Yeah. I'm so happy with myself. <laughs> um, 
Except that didn't work uh, because he kind of rained on our parade, poo-pooed in our Cheerios, however you want to word it, because um, he already had his hair cut uh, prior to the end date for the draft poll. So as the winner to this particular draft, thanks in part to the people who didn't even know the show existed uh, that voted for me. Thank for you so much. For all those people that, can, that uh, colluded with Russia, Whatever you know it takes. who you are. That's fine. Donald Trump still won, didn't he? That's all that matters is that W. It is my responsibility and, and, my, and my privilege oh, yeah. to find a suitable punishment for Nicholas Barker. All right, get on with it. So uh, I didn't know exactly what to do because we've already made you sing and you handled that like a champ. You did. What does a traitor do? I'm just, just let me know. Oh, what, don't worry about what's it. What's it like, Benedict? I'll let you know. Don't worry about it. So I asked Tara which is my lovely wife, for her suggestion Long for the punishment. suffering wife. And, yeah, no kidding. She responded with, make him perform a musical number from Legally Blonde. Now... The movie or the Broadway show? The Broadway show. Because there's two totally she's been listening. different... So she listens to these on repeat, basically. And I'll be honest with you, some of them are catchy. But I've already made you do... A, well, I didn't do anything. Nathan had you sing the Garth Brooks song, so I didn't want to have to have another singing situation for you. So you're a fan of spicy stuff, right? Yeah. Okay. So next week on air, <laughs> during, the, during the actual broadcast, you will be indulging in a delicacy known as the devil's toe. Okay, is this the big cinnamon sucker thing? Yes, it is known to be the hottest sucker on the planet. <laughs> but. Now listen, I want you to know that if this is the game we're going to play, it goes both ways. No, I completely understand. That's okay. The, I tried to find something that was at least halfway fair because I knew that you enjoyed spicy foods. So something that wasn't absolutely going to make you miserable, I but know, I also that's... wanted something that was going to be an actual punishment. I didn't want to be like, you have to eat chili, because that means nothing to you. That's just a good day. Yeah, I, I like hot stuff. I don't know about the devil's toe. Yeah. I don't know if that may be pushing it, but I'll try it. So I did want to try to make things right. Since we did technically collude against you. Maybe. To, right, you bit. can't prove it. There's no video evidence that we were Drain the swamp. you or anything. <laughs> Today in our final segment, you will have the opportunity to win a get-out-of-punishment-free card. All right. Which can be played when one, uh, and the other two gentlemen, being Derek and I in this circumstance, would have to take on whatever punishment was selected by the winner. So in this circumstance, you can play this card as soon If you win it today, you can play that card, and Derek and I will have to have the sucker <laughs> and we'll have to eat it during the podcast next week. Oh, wow. And just cry in pain. And right. <laughs> we may have to do this at a different location. That's fine. I'll just, I, we'll bring like puke buckets. It, you do realize that often induces vomiting in people, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. No, yeah. I mm -hmm. totally get it. That's kind of the whole point. We'll be videoing this a little bit too, I'm sure. <laughs> is, is the devil's toe keto friendly? I need to know. Uh... I don't know. I would say not because the sucker, so you that should, means you should probably together. try to win this this thing for both of us. Okay. Then it's uh, because that means it's held together by syrup. Yeah. Sure. 
which sounds I was just trying to use this as a technicality. No, no, no. I'm sorry. No dietary restrictions here, sir. Right. The law is dead. Unless you're lactose intolerant, we're not going to make you chug a gallon of milk. He ordered something at a Mexican restaurant, and they asked him if, they wanted it, if he wanted it normal hot or if he wanted it their hot. And he said they're hot. And when they brought it out, it made my eyes water, and I sit on the other side of the table, and he ate it and smiled. Oh, yeah, that was uh, Shrimp Diablo. Cool. Which is like shrimp was just straight-up chili rubbed into it and oh then grilled. Gosh. It was fantastic. But it was like when he asked me how hot I wanted it, and I told him, like, yeah, I want the guys from, from Mexico to make it sure. hot. Yeah. He laughed as they went back to the kitchen. <laughs> yes, he snickered. <laughs> and then he was surprised that I ate it all. Now, and it was one, a little hot. Did you at one point eat extract instead of hot sauce? By accident. In my defense, that was by accident because I didn't know exactly what it was, so I put it on a burrito instead. That my one, uh, one bite... Uh, I can't. I can't even tell you the name of it because the name of it was. It was an extract sold as a hot sauce for a prank. I didn't realize that. I thought that it was just really hot hot sauce. It had a really funny perverted name. It's like cool. So I put it on a burrito. Imagine like um, like a like a like a chipotle's right. So I got a big burrito. I put about a teaspoon of this. And this would, a teaspoon, let's say if you were to make like a really hot batch of chili, a teaspoon would do it. He would do a stock pot full of chili. Right. And I ate that, and I drank water, ate ice cream, and I could track my entire digestive system for the next like 8 to 12 hours because you could feel the hot sauce moving and burning its way through your body. <laughs> That's the hottest thing I think I've ever ate. I, it's the only time I ever ate anything and actually had a reaction to it. Sure. I mean, it actually blistered my tongue, not from the heat of the burrito, but from, from, the, the, from the actual extract. I ate. Wow. Where, it, where it would touch my mouth, it actually left, left spots. But I love hot stuff, though. That's the so, worst part. Honestly, you should probably just take this on the chin. <laughs> I, here's the worst part. I'm thinking about maybe, because here's the worst part. I would like to try it. Just to see how hot it really is. I honestly, I figure what we would do is before we gave you the whole sucker, because it's big, like it's pretty it's, good size. Right. Um, I thought maybe we would chip off a piece of it and try it ourselves, so we have like a frame of reference, so that way you're not over there just like. It, there's a part of me that actually wants to try to do it to see if I can do it, but then, then but then as I've gotten a little bit older, sure, I'm kind of like, well, that means that that night's going to be kind of rough, so I've already game planned a little bit. I'm like, okay, do I need right. milk and magnesia or maybe a little <laughs> bit of Pepto-Bismol? Sure. I'm probably at the Pepto-Bismol stage of life, but in a few years, if I keep eating this stuff, I'll be definitely the milk and magnesia stage. Sure. We'll be, you know, ensure to kind of coat the stomach <laughs> and then eat the hot stuff yeah. and hope that you don't stay up all night with it. Well, that sounds like, a, that sounds like an evening for me anyway, so I'm, I, I, get I would do it. That's the worst part. Actually, there's a part of me that wants to try it. Well, sure. Be fun. Yeah, from anything I've seen, though, like it, people look miserable doing it. Now, they may just be big sissies. Who knows? But, but a lot of people look miserable when they're eating, like, habaneros. Sure. You know, that's, that's, that's fair. And that's kind of a, you know, that's like a pepperoncini. Sure. I'm just worried that at how fast these uh, punishments are escalating. Sure. That, But it's only <laughs> escalating on me. I mean, that's the thing. You're well, not losing. <laughs> Do you not see? Do you not see that it's only learn me? how to collude? You should have colluded first. <laughs> I will say when my my wife came in and informed me that she did not vote for me, she voted for Dustin. Thor. Well, your wife didn't vote for you either. No, she voted for Nick. 
Because so, of Captain America. Good. So, so there's one per. Wait a minute. So out of five people or six people, two of us have character. Me yeah. and me and Tara. We sure. voted for Captain America. You all voted. And Wolverine. I don't understand how Wolverine lost anything. But when Sam told me that she voted not for her husband, I said, I hope they give me a face tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> because you voted not for me at this time. Like, <laughs> that may Please be don't coming. give me a face tattoo. <laughs> I already immediately, like, I, I looked over at Tara and I said, like a henna tattoo. What do you think? <laughs> Like make make one of the guys get two like two henna tattoos of their names on their on, on his arm. Maybe last for like two weeks. She's like, you can't do that. I was like, well, I mean, I can. I mean, that's not a, that's not a matter if I can or not. But yeah. So we settled on just making you miserable. Not but right. again, you have a chance to to uh, divert that punishment. Uh, just like uh, just like Jesus did for us. But so it would be like the so the next podcast would really just be the Nick Barker show. Right. While you two guys cough and miserable and gag and cry eating your way eating the sucker. Yeah, it's fine. It is what it is. So we're going to go ahead and get on with the show so we can get this done in a decent hour. Um, first thing I want to talk about, uh, people have been kind of talking about this for the last little bit. Uh, Todd Tillman, I think is his name, is the preacher who won The Voice. It was said to me that this man was an apostolic preacher it says that he is the pastor of Cornerstone Church in Cleveland, Tennessee. I don't know if that's an apostolic church or not. From what I could, I couldn't find out. But it's pretty neat. Um, did a little bit of research on him. He's a father of eight kids. I imagine he probably went onto the show to get away from the children. Amen. Would be my guess. Uh, he, I will let you guys listen to it yourselves and kind of get an idea. To me, he sounds like one particular singer from... A uh, family? Huh? A family of people? Yeah, from okay. a family of people. So Nick's going to love him. Oh, yeah. Um, All right. So he goes on to this show and kicks it off with Bob Seger and does uh, We've Got Tonight. So I'm going to play that here. What's your thoughts on that? Two, so two things. Um, I watched two episodes of The Voice this season because my wife watches it adamantly. I watched the premiere episode mm-hmm. when I heard him do that song. Sure. And I watched the finale where they performed because she told me that we were going to watch that that night. Um, but when he did Seeger, it immediately perked my ears. Sure. Uh, because at one point in, before Christ... I was working, and a guy that worked for my company, brother, won two tickets to see Bob Seeker and the Silver Bullet Band on their comeback tour. Mm-hmm. And I went and saw Seeker with another bud on this church, on this thing. Me and Nick went and saw mm-hmm. Seeker. And he came out in a gray Walmart-looking sweatsuit. Sure. Overweight, no hair, you know, haircut short. Did not look like Bob Seeker that I remembered. Right. And saying... Just like Bob Seger. Sure. So I've always been a Seger fan. And when Susie came on there, like, 
they said, I, I, I can still remember, like, they, they said, what do you do? And he said, I'm a pastor. And they said, you know, well, you know, most pastors don't move like that. He said, I'm Pentecostal. I'm used to, be, mm. to move. And I was like, I like this guy. And I, I kind of, I, I like that performance. So, so the next one, because I'll be honest with you, I can't really watch these shows because that gives me an itch too much and I can't really ever do them. So I just don't, I try, I just don't watch them. Um, but, um, but he did a song, and this next one is probably my favorite one out of the bunch. Uh, he did a Ghost in This House on a, like a battle, back and forth, him and another guy, uh, which was written by Shenandoah, which is Marty Rayburn. Um, and I got it here, too. So, thoughts on that one? He's got a uh, strong, clear voice. He does. He's definitely he definitely doesn't sound like he's having to strain to hit this. The Uh, other guy in that that other guy in that clip sounds like that he is struggling. To be able to keep up with the song, right? For sake of time, uh, we'll kind of we'll kind of skip forward a little bit. He does uh, "Anymore" by Travis Tritt. Mm-hmm. Great song, did a great job. Um, the Glory of Love, uh, which was also again a really good song. Uh, and then when he won, he did "I Can Only Imagine." See, that's the clip that I've seen. What were your thoughts? Uh, he knocked it out of the park, and he gave it everything he had. He actually filmed that in his church. Right. Because I don't want to say that I'm a Facebook stalker. Sure. But I stalked this guy's church on Facebook just to Fair see. Enough. Yeah. And it's the same the same church, same setup that you see in that video. Mm-hmm. And I actually think the guy blew that performance out of the park. Sure. I believe that he went – I actually believe that he was blending somewhere between performance and worship. Sure. Uh, you know, he's, he was kind of able to do both in that uh, in that finale video. I think he had a, a, a distinct advantage when the show was made to be filmed at home. Sure. And the fact that he had a church to go to. Right. To be able to perform slash worship at. Mm-hmm. And when he was able, and when he was in that element, it was a completely different performance. Sure. It, it felt natural. So when you hear his voice, who does he remind you of? Nobody off the top of my head. Really? Because Go ahead, Derek. Jason Crabb. Yes, sir. Is it? Do you think it's Jason Crabb? Yeah. Do you know what the you know what is uh, the 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 way his church is set? What reminds me of? Uh, songs. songs. Southern Ohio. It's about the same size mm-hmm. that the that the the, the pew band. Yeah. <laughs> Played in that. Um, Do you know who also started in an apostolic Pentecostal church? Who's that? A few. Jason Crabb. Yep. Really? I did not know that. I knew they were Pentecostal. Yep. I did not know they were apostolic. Tell, tell by the voice you can you can tell. So, yep. There's a there's a difference there. It's less bluegrass, more right. twang. 
Yep. I'm gonna say, you know, when I listen to a uh, to a to a preacher that's preaching like more ear pleasing kind sure. of secular type preaching, I can always tell if they were trained by an apostolic or not. Yep. Right. There's a there's a there's a guy that uh, that's, that's several people that actually come from this area. Uh, that are national level preachers and stuff on mm-hmm. TV, and when you hear them, oh, definitely the same, the same themes, the sure. same style. It's just that we're not, pr- we're just not preaching, you know, what I would call the full gospel. Sure. I, and I'm, I'll, I'm not 100 percent sure he was the apostolic. I know they were Pentecostal. The Crab family was. They came from Pentecostal church, and I know they were associated with Dottie Rambo and all that movement at that point. So yeah. they're from down in Middlesbrough, is that right? Sounds somewhere right. in Kentucky, like yeah. somewhere down that way. So okay, yeah. Well, that makes sense because that's where. Father Crab and Adam live. Yeah. And actually, I think Jason and his wife live in Tennessee, don't they? They're, they're in Nashville now, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Kings of Leon and Mumford and Sons both came from an apostolic church. Yep. Really? Yes, sir. You told me about the Kings of Leon before. Yeah. That's cool. Yes, sir. So uh, this may sound, that may come across kind of controversial because I'm sure that we'll, I don't know that we'll have differ, differing opinions here, but so what are your thoughts on Christian people doing these kinds of competitions. Do you have any kind of do you have any kind of um, hesitancy about those kind of things? Or, I mean, I have no hesitancy at all. I think it's a good thing. I think any time that you can engage culture and not give up what you are, sure, you're you know you're you're benefiting yourself. I mean, we have to remember that. I mean, that being it used to be called the Apostolic Pentecostal Movement. Sure. We were doing something. Mm-hmm. Now we've become the apostolic Pentecostal church. We've already done it. And now we're going to sit back and stagnate. Sure. Like, like we're going to become a denominal church. And I think him going out there, grabbing those brass rings, the, uh, going out there and engaging culture is only a positive thing. So at what point, though, would it become a problem? So let me say... Let me say it this way. I don't think that anything that he's saying during the entire during the entire show from what I listened to was anything that was anything that was to be concerned about. Mm-hmm. What's your take on him singing things like Bob Seger, things like um, Peter Cetera, things like that that are that are not church related music? Do you think that that's a hindrance on him? I mean, I don't think it I don't think that that secular music in itself just as a, as a broad sure. term, is, a bad, is necessarily a bad thing. I do believe there's content out there that we should not engage in. Fair enough. And content that we should not promote. Right. But I mean, like, you know, like if I was going to do that, I wouldn't sing certain songs. Sure. Uh, just because they're content. You know, and we wouldn't, we would expect a devout Muslim to go out and sing a song about, you know, about drinking alcohol. Fair enough. It's strictly forbidden. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't, we wouldn't, uh, you know, we wouldn't expect a, a, an Orthodox Jewish person to go out and sing a song about catfishing. Sure. Because they can't, they can't even touch the animal. Right. So why should we be indifferent? Why should we, why should we compromise? Sure. And why should we expect to compromise? We wouldn't expect anybody else to compromise. And it's okay for, for a Jewish person to be Jewish. And it's okay for a Muslim person to be Muslim. Mm-hmm. But in Christianity, why isn't it okay for an apostolic to be apostolic? And just to be that. Mm-hmm. And be accepted that way. Right. And, I, and, and for me, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have a problem singing most secular songs. But there are some that I just couldn't. Like a lot of Garth Brooks songs. Sure. When I was going through the albums looking for that song, kind of tough to, I was like, nope, right. nope, I can't sing that, can't <laughs> sing that, don't even listen to that song anymore, sure. don't listen to that one anymore. So, so Wolves was a safe bet because of the content. Sure, fair enough. 
it, I'm right there with like I, I'm. I think we should all use the talents God gave us to bring more attention to God. Right. And I think that's what this this guy's done. But you have to be very strong in what you can say no to if you're going to do something like this. Right. Because it's very easy to them, almost as a shock value, let's make the preacher sing this sure. song. That was actually going to be my follow-up question. Do you think he wins this competition singing only gospel songs? Because you both listen to the I Can Only Imagine version, which he killed in comparison to what Bart did. You know, in, in my opinion, I, I think that Mercy Me is, a, is an unbelievable group, but I think he did a better job on it than the original creator. Do you think, had he gone up there and, and done only Christian music, do you think there's any chance that he would have won this competition? No. No, because when you're doing a contest like that, you have to be able to feed the, the judges and the sure. audience something they're already familiar with. Fair and enough. unfortunately, in modern Christianity... There's not that many. You have, you know, you have, you know, I can only imagine, which was a mainstream mm -hmm. success because of the movie, <clears throat> right? You can sing those songs. Sure. Um, you could probably get away with doing um, the the song. Um, trying to think, like the, I'm roaring like a lion, you know, roaring like a lion. Oh, God's not dead. God's not dead. You could probably get away with that one because it is familiar to the general public. Sure. But I mean, there's so much music out there that just doesn't even make the attempt to engage culture. I right. think I can only imagine the only one could, I can only imagine was charted on all the pop charts when it right. first came out. Like, yeah. I true. was not a Christian person and I was familiar with, I can only imagine at that point in my life because it was played on K-Love, it was played on Key FM. Sure. Right. All the, uh, How long ago did that song come out? Because to me, that's still a pretty new song. I'm going to assume it would be mid 90s to oh that long to early two yeah it was wow that's wild but um, that's but see i mean i think that like if you're going to win those competitions you have to have a strategy and i don't think there's a problem having a strategy 1999 wow. see, I, I i knew uh, it, it came out in that time 21 frame. years yeah bart was still a tubby guy at the time he was um and i think that's that's one of those songs that everyone's familiar with it's probably I, I, every time that I, I click on like the most listened to christian song list on i use yeah. amazon music it's number one mm -hmm. because well, i think it's the most familiar christian song it has the most crossover success yeah sure so with the with the presence of these type of shows and uh, like these other types of game shows like even survivor anything like that the next question here is, what type of show could you go on to and have the best chance of winning? I mean, it, for me, it would be most likely something like American Idol or something I, like that because I, I actually stand this, a chance. Can, can I ask you a question? Sure. How close have you came to entering one of these competitions? I have put in videos for it twice, and I have been rejected twice. At this point, if it is God's will, they will knock at my door. If it is not, then I am going to continue playing in front of my church, and we're going to leave that alone. Um, I would assume that the best thing I, I would have would, would be one of these cooking shows. Not because I'm a great chef. Like I'm thinking like Worst Cooks in America. <laughs> I think I'm too good for that. Um, but I think that would be one of the things that I would have a, a shot at, would be one of these lower end, like I'm not by any means a professional 
thing, but I think I can I can hold my own with actually. Pretty good with something. a smoker, like the, like like the the barbecue competition. Yeah, like I, I think like as it's a like chopped oh, barbecue. Yeah, like something yeah. like that. Chopped I, will be fun. I, I'd chopped like to give boy. it a shot. Only about chopped is I don't know what a lot of those things in those baskets taste like. That's they fair. right, but they tell you what to do with it. Yeah, but so you don't kill the judges. So we think. For me. Yeah. Ooh. I don't know. Definitely not music. And definitely, I'll, definitely not. Would Jeopardy count? Yeah. Jeopardy counts as a game oh, show. Oh, it was a game the, show. The oh, yeah. Amazing Race. Win Ben Stein's money. Sure. If it yeah. was still on. That always looked like fun, going head-to-head against, you know, one of the smartest people in the world. Right. Do you remember the show ESPN had? We had to get from one side of the country to the other, and they had all these sporting event challenges they had to have. It was, it was kind of like Amazing Race, like – Combined with sports, no, but I wish I would have watched it. That sounds it, awesome. It came. It was like a one season thing, and I remember like somehow they wound up shooting like uh, in a game of horse with Mark Cuban, and like they one of the things was like kicking field goals in an arena football stadium. Oh wow, that and fun. like that would be my all time like dream yeah. like competition kind of thing to get into. So that would be a blast. So we're gonna move into a couple of questions here. Some of them were. Something I, you know, there's things I found online. Uh, other ones were actually submitted by some people. Um, I didn't copy their names down, so I apologize uh, in advance if you're one of the people who asked these questions. Um, what is the strangest food that you have eaten? Now, Nick, I've seen you eat a few things uh, that have grossed some people out. I've never really seen Ooh. Derek eat anything particularly gross. So, what's Str- oh, about the we- strangest thing that you've eaten? Okay, so let me pick one. Okay, I have to ask you this really funny story. Uh, we were on our way to Winter Jam, and, uh, <laughs> and we went to this big, like, Chinese buffet, and, and me and one of the brothers were up there, and they have steam baskets. Now, the thing about Chinese food is I like food, and I like Chinese food, and I like a lot of it. But they, th- this one had the steam baskets, little bamboo steam baskets. Yeah. And so I was opening those up looking for dumplings. One of them was labeled chicken finger. I open it up. It is not chicken finger. What they mean is chicken foot. <laughs> and it is a sticky sweet barbecue on a chicken's foot like you would, like you would buy at like a Mexican grocery store, like to, like to, like to fry or, or to make for a treat. And so I take it back. Don't say a word. The guy beside me is saying, I'm not going to say a word, but I'm going to watch because this is going to be great. So I put, put one on the plate. I sit and turn it. I'm sitting across from, from Derek and uh, his wife, Samantha. And I just wait. Don't say a thing. I just go about eating. You know, we're all talking and carrying eating. And I just wait for the opportunity. Derek looks down and sees it and he goes, what is that? <laughs> she looks while I am picking this thing up by its toenails. And start, you know, yeah, the pulling. talons are still on there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The talon part is still on. The skin is all kind of gone, but you know. And so then I'm eating the barbecue sauce and the cartilage, and there was a moment that I thought that Derek's wife was going to throw up on the table. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like she wasn't carrying on. She actually left the dining room. Yeah, she had to. I thought she's going to throw up on this table, and this is going to become the greatest story in the church. <laughs> <laughs> but that's probably the one of the one of the weirdest things I've ate. We got. I'm uh, I'm a big fan of cruises, uh, 
prefer before COVID nineteen. So I don't know how I'll do afterwards. <laughs> but I am. I have tried about everything that they have to offer on there. Um, the thing that I continually find myself liking, um, as far as the weird, the, I actually really like escargot. It is good. Um, if you've never got to try the, the snails and the butter no. and garlic sauce, it pretty much tastes just like butter garlic. Is what it like tastes like, which is really good. What's the texture? Slimy. The snail can't do it. Mm, um, I'm, out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm you out. don't like shrimp though, either, do you? No. So can't. yeah, because of the wow. texture. Kind of Love right, the taste. Can't stand the texture. Kind, kind of right in that same wheelhouse of that. Um, I I love all kinds of sushi, and so if it's if it's sushi, if it's if it's been offered, I've tried it. Now I do not. I have tried the. Is it shishimo? Is that they yeah. how they say that? The shishimi. Yeah, the it's on top of the rice balls, and then it's just the the piece of raw fish not in a roll. Well, I tried that once I started keto, and so I couldn't have the rice ball underneath them, so I just ate the raw fish off the top of it. Sure. And it tasted just like what you would get in, like, the bait shop up at East Steps on the way to Grayson Lake. It tasted and smelled just like that. And by the time I got to it, it was at about the same temperature that you would buy it out of the bait shop, so it was a little warm. Mm. That's probably the worst thing I've ever tried in my life. Room temperature old fish. Yes. Mm. Golly. So... The one that I have, honestly, was I'm really glad that I had the opportunity to try it. And what's weird is in this trip, I had the best barbecue I've ever eaten in my life, but also this. Um, we went to Nashville. There was a thing. Uh, it's Kara and Nate's 100, 100th country celebration. Um, there's some YouTubers that we watch, uh, Tara and I, that uh, just essentially have traveled for like the last three years or something like that. And they had... Um, they had a table set up to where you could go and uh, you can try like grubs, and with grubs you got like a like a kerchief or something like that, something kind of random. Um, Terra tried one of those, um, and and honestly, it just kind of looked like a it kind of looked like an onion straw or something like that. So I was like, oh okay. And they were like, do you want to try the scorpion? I was like, sure. Um, and then they hand me a scorpion, and it literally like it's. Just the scorpion. Like, it's not breaded. There's nothing there. <laughs> it's just the scorpion. Did so you I was like, season it on the scorpion? Or? No. Was it roasted? It was roasted, yes. I mean, that, it was was nice of, that was nice. Yeah, of so them. I fought it and I killed it. And then I, no. Um, <laughs> for those of you who have never eaten a scorpion in your life, just continue that pattern. Um, the best way that I can explain it, the inside of, okay, imagine you had a, uh, a sunflower seed. Uh, but inside that sunflower seed was a gusher, fruit gummy. Um, and then give all the flavor from the sunflower seed to the gusher. That's exactly what happened. The outside <laughs> had no taste. You bite. Uh, once you bite, it pierces through the skin and it turns into just goo. And that goo is so <laughs> salty that you, like, it was, I mean, honestly, I mean, in the, in the grand scheme of things, like, I've eaten a lot worse things than that. But the again, I'm a I'm a big texture guy, um, and that was that was probably the probably the worst. Yeah, my my weird food. I actually really liked mine. So, but, uh, but yeah, we ate at Jack's Barbecue on the Strip in Nashville. Yeah, yeah. Um, go Jack's there. On Broadway. Just go there. It's it's unreal. Yeah. All right. So last question before we move into All the right. final segment. What makes you feel old? Like culture-wise, 
Just in your day-to-day life. In my day-to-day life? Yeah. I have a couple, but like... Are we, are we, least, sharing, are we sharing just one at a time or, sure. or a whole list? Yeah. like well, There's a list of things that make me yeah, go... Sure. Um, besides your body and your mindset. You know what oh. I mean? But like, I, like we went into... Or I went into um, to Ralph's today to pick stuff up. There was a kid who I honestly... I looked at and thought, eh, he's about my age. And he called me Sir... <laughs> and I could just feel the wrinkles forming in my face and like my knees starting to hurt. That's awesome. It just hurts my hurts my body. I remember the first time that a state trooper called me sir. That was a weird experience. Would they call you before that, son? Usually. State of Kentucky, so yeah. Or actually before that whatever they wanted boy. whatever they wanted, boy, son, whatever they wanted as long as they weren't arresting me. Sure. <laughs> because, you know, they're not going to waste their time unless you make it worth their while. Right. You know what I mean? Small. Because, like, I've went through checkpoints before and had small violations. And they write you a little ticket. And then, because this is Kentucky, you just go to the, court, the clerk, and the clerk just throws it away. Sure. Instead of actually filing it. And, uh, you know, because, you know, you have to give them a reason to do something. Sure. And the first time I got one, and, he, and I was older than enough than him, and he called me sir, I, I felt, I could feel like the arthritis sitting mm-hmm. in my body. Yep. <laughs> The uh, the things that I get excited to spend money on, okay, yeah. because it used to be like cool fun stuff, and now it's like uh, I'm doing excavator work at the house. Well, I'm not, and here's the thing: I can afford not to try to do it myself, right? Because used to when I had a project to be done like this, my first thought would be I can go rent this, and I can figure out how to do that. <laughs> Done that twice now. Learn the learn the controls. And as finally, you go. I'm paying the full price to actually get the job done right. Mm-hmm. And it's so much better to stand on my back deck and drink a cup of coffee and watch somebody else do the mm-hmm. job that I don't know what I'm doing and should not be doing at all or operating the equipment I should not be on. That's when I feel like. So I've, I've hit that point, and then I know I'm going to be really old when I can afford to just go ahead and rent it and try it myself because it doesn't matter if I do it wrong. Right. Or not. I can just. <laughs> Because like there's there's a different age thing, but I realized that as I was watching this, like I'm at a different phase of my life now where I right. can actually, and I'm I'm happy to do that. So, so culture wise, for those of you who have it, you'll understand. For the two other gentlemen sitting in this room with me, I don't think it's ever going to be a problem. Um, if you ever want to feel old quickly, just download. There's an app that you can download. It's called TikTok. Okay. And it is, essentially, it's meant for teenagers and things like that. And they get on there and they do, like, little dances and little skits and stuff like that. But they use a lot of, like, memes and references to, like, current music and things like that. And it really puts a date on on how old I am. So kids are now too lazy to make YouTube videos. Yeah. There used to be an app called Vine that would only let you do a video for six seconds. Yep. Okay. And then that. that app went away, and this one basically took over. And how long? And you can do longer videos. I think somewhere like around a minute or something like that. So, so, so a TikTok is a minute. Sure. And basically, all that it is, like when you when you very first download it, it will come up with whatever is the most popular, which is basically just fourteen-year-old girls doing dances where they move their elbows and stuff a lot. Like, that's basically the extent. Um, and then as you go through the things that you like, it will put in the for you 
segment. So like for me now, it's all music stuff, worship stuff, and like puppies. <laughs> That's it. Like it's pretty much all pretty much all I've got are football. And wow. it's yeah. But yeah, I've I've never I've never felt more disassociated with with the youth than than using that application. Wow. Um are you are you downloading it or are you No, it made me think of something that that actually came up though that that's made me feel older and older as the years go by. And that is who gets inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. Sure. Ooh, that's a good one. Because every year as like it becomes more and more artists that cuz it was always old artists and now it's people that I listened to as a child sure. that were popular when I was young. And now, you know, we're a few years removed from it's going to be ours. I'm going to be like, what do they do? Because I don't know who that is. Oh, I feel that way. You want to so, feel old? Watch the recap for the VMAs. Let's, um, let's take a, just a quick look here at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The, um, the, the ones that were revealed as part of CNN as of January the 15th of 2020 um, is Depeche Mode, the Doobie Brothers, Whitney Houston. Not bad, right? Okay, yep. good. Nine Inch Nails. Yep. Okay. Big Reznor. Yeah. Good. And T Rex. Who? T Rex. Who? <laughs> okay, so I know everybody except for the guy named after the dinosaur. Sure. Yeah, Biggie that's was a, the one that got band. me because I was. Yeah. That hurts a yeah. little. Because I still, like, I'll bump, I'll bump some Biggie every yeah. once in a while. Not, not all the time, but. Yeah. Yeah, put my shirts on that edited station. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and roll just the stay with the people here next to you that you listen to Biggie. But yeah. Um, I was always more of a Tupac guy, but I, I listened to Biggie. So. Wow. That's cool though. No, we were going to get in. I that. only didn't know one of those people. Yeah. But like I was going to say is like, go read the list of the people that won like the VMAs, because like when I was a teenager, the Video Music Awards were like a huge thing. Sure. But I'm you know, but I'm to the age, but I'm the age where. Like MTV actually played music videos. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was when I mean, like we had like when I was in high school, TRL was still right. a thing. Yeah. Uh, so Carson so Daly you, at the time? Yes, yes, Carson. Carson Daly. Is he still doing it? I don't even know if they do videos on. I, know, the, I think he's doing the voice. Remember I think he does about. bigger things now. Yeah. But I don't even think that because I've not tuned MTV in a while, but. I don't even think they have any music stuff. I think it's all reality TV now. It's the same for all the music channels. There's no music. Well, so are the History Channels, man. History yeah, Channel doesn't no have history, history on it. Is, is it I mean, like, like the you have to. Forging show and stuff I, like? I'll tell you how bad History Channel is now. History pa- Channel has released their archive to YouTube, and you're free to share it because they don't care. This is how old we are, as that we are discussing the History Channel <laughs> with. Like, you know, made me feel old when Nick brought up the History Channel. That made me feel old. Yeah, but Nick's been about the History Channel since 13. <laughs> I love it, though. That's the thing. So, because I don't know any, any current music artist not, that are popular as far as sure. I know. Not for sure. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, it's, that's fine. So, we're going to move on. Uh, we have a new segment. This segment is called, Is It Gospel? So, in this segment, I will give you some lyrics without inflection. And you can tell me uh, if it's gospel or if it is not. As the host slash writer slash producer slash 
social media manager slash graphic designer of this podcast, it makes it so that I'm not able to answer these questions as I know them already. Uh, so the only way that I can win is if somehow the two of you tie. Awesome. Okay. Is this when Nick gets a chance to get out of his punishment? Yes. Um, this competition is, and we'll do these every once in a while, uh, is to get out of punishment free uh, that you can inflict at any time. And you can decide, you know, at, at what time you want to use that and all that, but it would have to be during the show. So you need to make that decision today. If you win, you can either choose to, to save this up for whenever you lose the next time, or you can go ahead and spend it now. I will also allow for extra points if you can tell me the artist or the song that it comes from. Oh, man. I feel like like he's, he's thinking over that we've colluded together on this. because <laughs> Now, I wait just a minute. I promise so, you. So, so your treachery runs deep. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm being honest. That's I, what not, I would expect you we're, to say. We're sitting in a church house right now. I would not lie to you. I didn't lie to you about the collusion either. Yeah. I do not know any of these uh, ahead of time, but I do like my chances going into this. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm going to say, I think this is, like a, this is like a way to question. So, fun fact, um, while I was researching these lyrics, I typed in songs that you wouldn't think are capital C, because I always just capitalize Christian for some reason, it came up with songs you wouldn't think are Christina Aguilera's. <laughs> um, what is Judy in a bottle? Well, so out of, like, out of curiosity, I clicked it. Um, literally every one of the songs on this list are just her songs. Um, like there weren't any like, surprises. It wasn't like, oh, she co-wrote your grand old oh, flag. This. Like it was just 2,000 pop songs. Yeah. Do you remember, remember how, how she became famous? Uh, the Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah. yeah. The, the, uh, her and the, Justin Timberlake. The song from Milan is what uh, launched her music career. The wind will my reflection yep. show who that, I am. And that stuff. song and music video is what yeah. launched her career. And then she did Dirty, and that was yeah. the worst video okay. of all time. So I remember that because she come out for some reason and thought dressing like Jack Sparrow. Sure. And, you know, the Donnie Jet, the Donnie, the, uh, the, the debt version of Jack Sparrow, all sure. nasty and dirty looking, was a good idea. Mm -hmm. I don't know who thought that was a good career move for She her. was in the boxing ring with all the blood and the stuff. Yeah. That's the only time I've ever watched a music video and been like, you know what? I need, like, hand sanitizer. Yeah. yeah. It's like, she looks like Jack Sparrow. She looks like a Disney character. Then she yeah. did what, Beautiful? And did yeah. You, and it's actually, like, really good vocals. It's like, oh, yeah, mm -hmm. she can actually really sing. She's a oh, great yeah. vocalist. She's yeah. just poor decisions yeah. otherwise. And then she did the Lady Marmalade with, yeah, I uh, can't remember who it was, Missy Elliot? Elliot? Queen Latifah? I don't remember. <laughs> One of those? So here's the cool thing. We are going to, we're going to start easy. We're going to progressively get a little bit more complex. Okay. So do we need to like write our answers then, or is it going to go like around? No, all all we're going to do is we're going to we're going to go back and forth here, and we're going to say either yes, it is gospel, no, it is not gospel. Okay, gospel song. Yes. Okay. No, it's actually from the Book of Mark, Nick. That limits verses expediently, Mark. <laughs> yeah, and and if, and if so, like which uh, which which translation? Because that would be helpful. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. After okay, after so taking these off, you're gonna read a lyric, and then we're gonna decide if it's a gospel song, yes. or not a song. Right. Okay. If you both guess the same thing, and you, and it's right or wrong, uh, essentially you'll get a point. 
If you know, if you both guess the same thing and it's right, you'll get a point. If you don't, you know, obviously you, you just won't get the point. Um, we're going to go ahead and we're going to, like I said, we're going to start easy, work our way to complicate it. We got a couple songs, not a bunch, uh, so it's not going to be forever. Um, so we're going to go ahead and start now. I almost told you the name of the song before it happened. <laughs> that would have been great. Yeah, that, that would be beneficial. <laughs> just tell me, don't tell Nick. Right. You already have. <laughs> no, I promise. For all those times you stood with me, for all the truth that you made me see, for all the joy you brought to my life, for all the wrongs that you made right. All right. You ready to give your answer? Yes. Not a gospel song. I'm also going to say not a gospel song. That is correct. Can anybody tell me who uh, that is? I have a guess, but I'm not sure. Is it Rascal Flats? It is not. Taylor Swift. It is also not. So do we both get a point? Can you guess the song? I do not. Title. That is Because You Love Me by Celine Dion. Oh, wow. So you both get, so you both get one point. I like it. Oh, cool. I like That's it. That's how it works. Okay. Okay. My heart burns only for you. You are all I want. My soul waits for only you. Gospel, not gospel. I'm going to go not gospel. I won't say not gospel as well. Do either one of you want to take a venture into the name of the song or the band? I'm going to assume some sort of emo song <laughs> and go with, 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 with Black Kitten or something stupid. Sure. That's a great band name. <laughs> Dibs on that band name. Dibs. Dibs, dibs, dibs. Performing light, blanket. We'll use that for the for the next the replacement for the D three. I uh I do I do not know on this one, so Okay. This is Hillsong, boys. What? This is Hillsong. The name of the song is Obsession. Nice. So we're tied still. Yes. Means Dustin's Tied playing. one to one. So wait a minute. Never mind. Go ahead. Yeah. I will refrain from commenting. Go sure. ahead. Sure. Okay. Uh, no, we can talk about it. That's a, <laughs> that's a crap song. Yeah. I want to say, that's kind of like the Jesus is my boyfriend music. Yeah. So I pulled it up, and when I pulled it up, it was honestly, it was, it was, a, it was a chore to sit through to figure out where this was in the song. Like, it was not a good listen. Um. We'll go ahead and we'll move on. This is, uh, this is number three. How deep is your love? It is like the oceans. That's all you're getting. I'm is it gospel? Say, I'm going to say gospel. <laughs> I think it's gospel. I think it's Hillsong Oceans. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm thinking. Okay. Um, you both are incorrect. <laughs> oh, is it Ocean's Okay. It is not. So this should tell you something about Hillsong. Uh, this is How Deep Is Your Love by Calvin Harris. Don't know who Calvin Harris is. Yeah, me neither. Um, <laughs> the, I want to know that. Okay. Know that you will love me again. It's not bad, but that's not the same song. Okay, moving on. By the way, you could use that as a, as a gospel song. Oh, yeah. Like, how deep is your love? It is like the oceans. That sounds like something off of how he loves. Yeah. Yeah. 
If your love, if, if grace is an ocean, we're all sinking. Yeah. Uh, which is a great song, by the way. That's not on here. Um, you are my end and my beginning. Even when I lose, I'm winning. Is gospel. it gospel? Gospel. It's gospel because I think I actually know that song. You do know that song. Do you know who it is? Toby Mac. Wrong. Sidewalk Prophets. Both of you are wrong, and it's not gospel. That is All of Me by John Legend. What? Oh, you're my end and my beginning, even when I'm winning. Wow. I'm really actually mad at myself now because I actually really like that song. (laughs) Okay. Number five of this. Number five. I have to praise you. I have to praise you. I have to praise you like I should. Not a gospel song. (laughs) I'm going to say gospel song. Do you want to take a stab at what the name of the song is? Can I guess the artist? You can guess the Is it... Is it Knowledge Barkley? You are very close. It is not a gospel song. Is it CeeLo Green? It is not CeeLo Green. Uh, It is Fatboy Slim. Oh, man. Same style of... So Nick has one uh, extra point. Same style. Same style. By one point. That's right. Same style of music. Right. Awesome, though. What was the name of the song? Um, Praise You. Oh, this is the weird video where he's to dancing to the boombox. Not gosh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, it's on uh, Cruel Intentions. Don't watch that movie, kids. Don't watch that movie at all. <laughs> Parents, don't let your kids watch that movie. Number six. I don't want to talk about you like you're not in the room. I want to look right at you. I want to sing right to you. Come be the fire inside of me until you and I are one. Gentlemen's at gospel. <laughs> By the definition of gospel we're using, yes, it is gospel. Okay. What's your take? I'm going to say not gospel. Anyone care to venture the, uh, the title or the band? Well, who scored the first point? Because one of us got a point and one of us didn't. I'm not going to mention. Oh, wow. Um... As I said gospel, I will go with um, Kill Song. We might as well. I'll go for Taylor Swift. Thank you. Point goes to Nick. You're wrong about the title or about the band. Uh, that is the song that Bougie uh, requested that Elizabeth and I sing to one another. The. Uh... Yeah, you won't relent. I don't want to talk about you like you're not in the room. I want to look right at you. I want to sing right to you. Come be the fire inside of me until you and I are one. Wow. That is uncomfortable. That is. So, yeah. You You know what? This is a duet. This is, in fact, a duet. There's a man and a woman who sing this song. Um, They are singing toward Jesus. The song actually in in the chorus, it's fairly relevant. Like, it's not. It's not. Incorrect by any means. Um, the band name is Jesus Culture. Okay. That makes sense. Um, bunch of hippies. So Way bad at this, this game that I thought it would be. It's difficult. It is. It Honestly, it is very difficult. Um, I found this next one. 
And I'm ashamed that I that we've never really we haven't really used anything like this before. Put to rest what you thought of me while I clean this slate with hands of uncertainty. So let mercy come and wash away. Gentlemen, is a gospel. Would you like to hear the lyrics again? Yes. Put to rest what you thought of me while I clean this slate with hands of uncertainty. So let mercy come and wash away. Not there are gospel. more lyrics at the end of this. Not a gospel. Okay. I also think it's not a gospel song. Okay. Um, does anyone care to take a venture at who uh, this would be? Um... I am trying to think. I am at a loss for words. Is okay. it live? No. You're both correct. It is, in fact, not a gospel song. Uh, it is by Lincoln Park. It's a song oh. called What I've Done. So oh. let certain, so with the hands of uncertainty, so let mercy come and wash away. What I've done. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I just left the last part of that out because yeah, obviously oh, that would kind of tell right. everybody what the song title is. Wow. Okay, so Nick is still in the lead with how, three to one. And how many do we? How many more do we have? Several. Okay. All right, I feel better uh, now. I'm sorry. I yeah. had I had me four to two. Well, any of them that you guys get right together doesn't count as a point. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm just not counting those. I've I've kind of scrapped the way that you're I'm doing two up things. On me. Okay. Yeah, you're two up. That's, That's all that matters. Correct. Yeah, at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> I hope this. Yeah, you're two ahead. Home. Derek oh. has one. Uh, you have three. Because Derek's I have zero. musical knowledge is so much broader, and deeper lyrics, than mine. Okay. Right, so go this uh, it's going to get more interesting as we as we go forward. Um, rise up like the sun, labor until the work is done. Gentlemen, is it gospel? Not a gospel song. Okay. Gospel. Anyone care to venture a song title or a band? Lauren Dangle. Johnny Cash. Nick is correct. Uh, it is not Johnny Cash. It is, however, not a gospel song. And that is done by The Killers. That is a song called Be Still. I was saying it was that, I will rise up. It's, it's a good thought. <laughs> Everything can't be Hillsong. Okay. I believe in kingdom come, then all the colors will bleed into one. Gentlemen's a gospel. I believe in kingdom come, then all the colors will bleed into one. Wow. I thought you was going to get harder. Yeah, it's super vague. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm going to say not gospel. Okay. Not a gospel. 
All right. Do you, do you want to hear guesses at who I think? Does it is? anyone care to venture who it is? Well, I, I guess we both get, is, is it gospel or not? It is not gospel. Black Eyed Peas. Okay, good thought. Common. No. This is you uh, two. Still haven't found what I'm looking for. Oh wow! Really? Yes. Considering I've never Still. listened to any of their albums. Yeah, even the one that they singles. forced on us. Wow. Okay. Uh, let me make sure that I, because I've kind of gone off script here a little bit <laughs> uh, to kind of make things a little bit different for us. So give me just a second. There we go. Got that corrected. Okay. Again, this is going to get increasingly more difficult. So I cry. The light is white. And I see you. Gentlemen, is a gospel. Not a gospel. Gospel. Anyone care to venture a uh, title or a band? Hank Williams III. Okay. Or Dangle. <laughs> Derek got it right. It is, in fact, a gospel oh. song. Uh, it was not Lauren Daigle. That is by Flyleaf. And that song is All Around Me. Super Pentecostal song, by the way. Go back and read the lyrics. That's cool. Straight up. So, we're going to move on. This one's a bit longer. Lyrics are a bit longer. Uh, but I didn't want to cut it off midway. Uh, so, we're going to go ahead and read this. This is about as close as what you can get to an actual, like, words from a, from a Bible and the way that it was written. I'm just going to say that. A time to be born, a time to die. A time to plant, a time to reap, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to laugh, a time to weep, a time to build up, a time to break down, a time to dance, and a time to mourn, a time to cast away stones, and a time to gather stones together. Gentlemen, is it gospel? <laughs> wow. I'm not reading that again. <laughs> you just, you just like pick a blatant rip off. Yeah. Of uh, of of scripture. Yeah. The question is, is it gospel? Can I leave? Can I, can I leave an explanation why I think it's not gospel? Sure. Because it's a blatant rip off of scripture, mm -hmm. and Christians are generally afraid to do such things. Cool. So secular music has no problem with it. Fair enough. I too think it's not gospel. Okay. Does anyone care to venture a song title or a band? I'm D12. also getting getting into the point to where I am going to start giving hints. This is not uh, within the last 25 years. Oh. Oh, wow. Okay. This is a band comprised of other members of a of what went on to be bigger bands. Ooh. Well, that takes my guess away. Yeah, so it's not D12. Oh. But how do we get started? You know. I'm, I'm going to guess Crosby, Stills, and Nash. That is a great thought. You're in the right time frame. What would you, what's your final guess? Wow. Um... 
Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Um, I I don't know. Cross Canadian okay. ragweed. <laughs> that I'm aware of. I don't think anyone from Cross Canadian ragweed went on to form and a, no, a band. Tony Canada is still not found any more success anywhere. Right. So. Okay. Um, this song is called Seasons, and it was written by The Birds. Ooh, wow. Which, uh, directly after this album, split up due to creative differences. Uh, one of them went on to work with the Mamas and the Papas, I believe. Okay. Um, and one of them went on to work with, uh, I can't remember the name of the band, but the one who did the cover of the Rolling Stone. can't remember the name of the band. You're going to learn some stuff today. Wow, that's good. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six songs left. You still have plenty enough time to close the gap. He's still two ahead. All right. And they are getting a little bit more difficult. Okay. We're going to go with another. Well, actually, you know what? We'll save that one. <laughs> I found God on the corner of First and Amistad. Not a gospel. I too think it's not gospel. Okay. Do either of you care to venture a, uh, a guess on either the band name or the... Um, are there or the hits? This has been in the last 25 years. Oh, okay. Well, that This has been in the last... I'll say the last 15. Can you hmm. give us the genre of music? Pop rock. Oh. This is something that you would have heard on Key FM at that time. Oh, um... I'm trying to think of the end of the band. The band themselves are comprised of people who are admittedly Christian. Their music is not. Wow. <laughs> Was this band primarily one band and then changed the lead singers? No. Okay. Not that. <laughs> You're allowed to ask whatever questions you'd like. Oh, can I? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to take a stab in the dark and say, because I don't know very much about people's lives, Maroon 5. That's, you're close. You're real Don't close. give me more hints. Quick on hints. Ooh, close to Maroon 5. Same time frame. Matchbox 20. Yeah, you're a, you're a little late as far as that goes. Um, it was The Fray. Ah. Wow. Who wrote a song called Be Still and is probably one of my favorite songs of all time. And it is super Christian, uh, just not um, on, on a Christian album. Wow. When you first said though, I, I was assuming it would be something like a Janis Joplin song. I was actually sure. thinking, based on the lyrical content about streets, I, th I was actually for a moment thinking Three Dog Night. Sure. Yeah, that's a good thought. Because a lot of the same motifs of uh, Janis Joplin. I'm still waiting for my uh, Mercedes. This should be, excuse me, this should be a knockout. If it's not, I'm disappointed in both of you. There are two answers. Prepare to be disappointed. There are two answers capable here, and I will take either. Okay. I've never been a sinner. I've never sinned. I've got a friend in Jesus. Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Is it gospel? Me, let's take a step back because I, I can see you both beginning to waffle. I, I, I know my answer. You know your answer? It's not gospel. Okay. What's your answer? 
I was going to go if it's not gospel. Okay. Because the lyrics. Okay. There was a single man who did this song late 60s, early 70s, uh, which was then covered by... Can I, can I give the title so that I know it already? Yes. Spirit in the Sky. Yes, sir. Hendrix. Do you have another answer? Uh, you can take either the man who wrote it in the 70s or the one that was redone by a full band. I... It's not Otis Redding, is it? No. Uh, so Derek will get one point uh, because you both guessed not gospel. He guessed the name of the song, but did not guess the uh, did not guess the artist right. The original artist was Norman Greenbaum. Okay. Uh, which is why it is not gospel because that man is an Orthodox Jew. Yeah. Oh. Um, the one who recreated it, which is why I'm super disappointed in both of you, was the Kentucky Headhunters. Oh, yeah. Oh. Never been a sinner. I never sinned because I got a friend in Jesus. Oh, so I, I know that when I die. I forgot yes. about the, the cover. I, I was going, I kept having that 70s, but I don't know. Like the one from Remember the Titans in my oh. head. Yes. Yeah, that, was, that was actually Kentucky Headhunters. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's a great song, by It way. is. I actually feel proud that it's like when you said it, like I knew the song, knew. I'm proud of you. I really am. I was trying to get I mean, Nick to answer first because it does sound so much like a gospel song. Sure. I was wanting him to say. And it does sound exactly like something Donald Trump would say. Yeah. Yeah. These are going to get more vague. <laughs> and they are going to get less wordy. Okay. Right. This heart, it beats. Beats for only you. Gospel. Okay. I'm going to go gospel as well. Do either of you care to venture a band or a are, song Are title? we right since we, we guess we You are not. Okay. No. Do you still care to venture a title? Heartbeat. Okay. Taylor Swift. <laughs> okay. Is that the title or the... <laughs> <laughs> she wrote a song called Tim McGraw. I don't think anybody's wrote a song. Tim McGraw's not a Taylor right. Swift song. So. Um, you're both wrong. Uh, the song is called This Heart, and it is by Paramore. Wow. You should have known that because that was in my wedding. I was concentrating on what I was going to say, not, a <laughs> not what the jam was. That was that he was, was concentrating on pronouncing your names correctly. Yes. And making my dolphins joke. Dowston. Yeah. Do you take this, take this woman? Um, fun fact about my wedding, um, we, Tara and I had a song... Uh, that we listened to quite a bit, but we never really listened to fully um, by a band. And I'm, I'm going to get in trouble for this, even though she don't listen to the podcast. Um, what is the name of the band? It's not brand new. I can't remember the name of the band. But anyway, during the sand pouring ceremony, the first verse, super sweet. The second verse, a little dirty. <laughs> um, our sand pouring ceremony went a little long. <laughs> and it didn't like it didn't hit me that this the second verse was going to be as obscene as it was. Uh, so if you look at our if you look at our uh, sand heart, uh, you have a nice even mixture and then just straight pouring so we could get that over with as quickly as possible. <laughs> I like it. Okay, we have three left. There is one separating the two of you. Wow. Okay. Oh, Nick. When the roll is called up yonder, I hope 
to see you there. When the roll is called up yonder, I hope to see you there. Gentlemen's a gospel. Would you like a hint? Sure. This song was written within the last 12 years. So it is not the hymn when the role is called up beyond it. Okay. I got that part from the lyrics. Fun also fact, my dad, before he became a Christian, man, when they would sing this song, he used to always say, maybe. When the role is called up under, I'll be there, he would say, maybe. <laughs> wow. <laughs> nice. Because he wouldn't, he wouldn't sing it in that life. So. I mean, it's self-aware. Yeah. Um... I'm going to say it's gospel. Okay. I'm going to say not gospel. Do either of you care to venture a band or a song title? I'm going to guess P. Diddy. Okay. Hmm. Um... I can't pronounce his name, but Kyan West. That's a good thought. I'm playing both sides of this fence. <laughs> Derek gets his point that ties you up. Oh, This was, in fact, not a gospel song. Uh, it was written by Kings of Leon. The name oh. of the song is Radioactive. Oh. When the roll is called <laughs> up yonder. The worst part is I've heard you and Chris do this. I hope to see me there. Okay. It's we are tied, tied up. up. We have two. Oh, man. Now, bear in mind. I don't like the momentum that they're if you're, if you're, Because right now you're tied at, at, at this, four, let's, at let's, four let's, apiece. Let's make a, like, we'll say this. He'll go first on one, and I'll go first on the other. That way we're not. Okay. That's, that's fair, sure. Because otherwise I could just deadlock this and make it a tie unless we can pick an artist. And that's. I don't yeah, know, that's, that's, that's fine. That's probably not going to happen. So. The way that this will work is if, for whatever reason, the two of you would tie, the get out of the get out of punishment free card goes to me. So, I would at least work that out so that so that you're not having to do that. Anyway, I'm going to I'm going to leave it up to Nick. I'm going to number these two in my head, and I'm going to have you select it. Number one. I haven't done it yet. Hold on. <laughs> Okay. Are you done now? Yeah. Are you sure? Yes. Number two. Okay. When the toast has burned and the milk has turned and Captain Crunch is waving farewell, when the big one finds you, let this song remind you that they don't serve breakfast in hell. When the toast is burned and the milk is turned and Captain Crunch is waving farewell, when the big one finds you, let this song remind you that they don't serve breakfast in hell. Sounds like a sonnet. It actually does. Not a gospel. Okay. Do you care to venture a... Let's, let's, before we move over, do you care to venture a band name or a song title? Trying to think of this. There's a, there's a band I want to use, but I cannot remember their name. 
We should have buttons. Um, man, I cannot think of the name of the band right now that I want to say. I am going to just throw a band out there that's kind of the same genre, I think. Okay. Bare Naked Ladies. Love it. It's a she. Yeah. It's a, it's a, great, it's a great thought. We're going to hold off. I'm going to say gospel. Okay. Do you have a band name or a... I'm going to go... Or a song name. I'm going to go NF. That's a good thought. Wow. Do you have a song title? I'm going to go with Breakfast. Do you have a song title? I was also going to go with Breakfast. Okay. So to clarify the circumstances that we're working with, Derek has received two points. Oh, wow. Nick, you have, you have received one point. So that puts Derek ahead by one. Man. Gospel song, name breakfast, not by enough. The name of the band is Newsboys. Oh, really? Yeah. That was a super controversial song. That song was released in probably early 2000s. Wow. And literally this entire song is just about all this happy, funny stuff. And then at the very end of it, they're like, just so you know. There's no breakfast in hell. And here's the thing. I see the poppy harmonies going on my head right now. There is a song um, from them called Shine, uh, wherein it refers to a bouncer uh, taking ballet. And then in the lyrics, like in the sheet lyrics that they have, it says even bouncers who aren't happy, with quotation marks around the word happy. They caught a lot of flack for that. Yeah. This is Peter Fuller, Newsboys, right? Yeah. Um, It also said that uh, it would make a vegetarian eat uh, a hamster, a vegetarian barbecue hamster. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Just saying, they're they're kind of they're fun. I wouldn't I wouldn't take theology off of them or anything. Okay, we have one left. It is the vaguest one I think I could find. Not vague, the hardest one to decide through. Awake my soul, for you were made to meet your maker. Man, that could go either way. Gentlemen, is it gospel? I'm going to go not gospel. Okay. Do you have a song title or a band? I'm going to say awake. Okay. And I'm going to guess Allison Krauss. Good thought. Wow. Good thought. Okay. Now, bear in mind, you can, you can tag along with that, or you can decide to go a completely different route to try to make up the space. There's only one point between you. I know. That's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> Again. It's a gospel. Awake my soul, for you were made to meet your maker. The first question, yes, is, is it gospel? I'm going to limb and say gospel. Okay. Do you care to venture a song title or anything else for the win? Michael W. Smith, Awakened. Okay. Gentlemen?
Nick's eating a sucker. I like that. <laughs> that was Awake My Soul by Mumford and Sons. Man, I, I, oh. I, I, I knew it was one of those like bluegrassy, like wow. That came down to the wire, man. That yeah. was fun. We're, we're going to have to do this again. I like it. Right. So, did we enjoy this? Did we not? It was fun. I liked it. It's that. a change. It's I a change like in pace. So, Derek has a, a get out of punishment free uh, that you can utilize at any time. This. I may not have to use it the way you can you also it. you can also wager at some point. I like, the, I like that idea. <laughs> you can also wager your punishment to someone else. Oh, lovely! Just a thought. So, um, we have decided to kind of change things up just a little bit. We're going to go round table. We're going to start with Nick, and we're going to end this thing out with things I love and the things I hate. I really like the camaraderie that we have in the church. And on Church Buzz Podcast, I really hate losing contests. <laughs> I mean, I love punishing Nick. <laughs> so much fun. But I hate the fact that we came up with this great evil plot. Only, like, the moment when my wife watched the video and she laughed as me and Dustin had put this video out on social media and looked at me and said, you idiots, he's already got his hair cut. <laughs> <laughs> so... The thing that I hate is the fact that we spent two hours working on audio uh, for it to only have the exact same sound uh, that it had before. The thing that I love uh, is that we don't have enough viewers for it to really make that much of a difference. The ones who are listening don't really care that much that they're hearing some, some hiss noise in the background. But, uh, but yeah, boys, this was, a, this was a blast. Do we have anything to add before we wrap up? No. Then we are out of here. Tune in next week. We want to thank you for listening in today. If you like what you heard, like, leave a review, and subscribe. You can become a church bud. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Church Buds Pod. More importantly than all that, we want you to know that we love you, but God loves you so much more. On behalf of Brother Nick, Brother Derek, and myself, until next time, keep fighting the good fight. <laughs>